Hi, I am Kate Larson with the Health is Power podcast coming to you from the beautiful state of Vermont. If you're getting to know me and the practice of life, you probably already know that my work is very meaningful to me and I hope to you. My, my hope is to help you and your special people, especially your teens, to strengthen practices for taking care of you, investing in your health, taking care of each other, and you know, having really beautiful, long, healthy lives. I know a lot of adjectives, so <laughs> thanks for joining. Today, we're gonna talk about mindful eating, which is part two of a series on food. Part one was about food and energy, and this is a little review and orientation. Food is our source of nourishment. It's a means of sustaining energy and good health, right? What you eat impacts your blood sugar, and that is one of the primary indicators of your energy. So we feel hungry when we need to eat, but often feel sick if we eat too much food that's not healthy for us. And it can leave us feeling foggy, irritable, sleepy, hungry. Simple carbohydrates, right? If you're eating a lot of them, your body is gonna keep craving more. It knows it's gonna quickly get that blood sugar back up again, but unfortunately that creates a fast changing cycle of blood sugar changes and those are gonna be peaks and valleys in your energy. Maybe you've tinkered a bit with some of the new habits or meal ideas that we talked about last podcast. Baby steps, right? If you have, I hope you've noticed a difference and if you haven't, you know, whatever, that's okay. But energy levels that stay higher longer are gonna be in large part due to the blood sugar that's staying even. And those fresh foods and well-timed meals are gonna help us to stay balanced in most of our days, right? In times of stress and really keep us powerful and well. I think figuring out ways to wire in messaging for you and your young people about the power of healthy eating should really be a priority. It's such a key frontline defense against all kinds of illnesses and health impacts even just having feeling balanced in our emotions, our bodies are such incredible machines and they change over time. They interact with the world with different environments and they can often fix themselves when they're broken or wounded, but like any other machine, they need high quality fuel, they need maintenance, right? Exercise, downtime, rest. And in order to perform at their best and kind of keep our mojo going throughout our days. Evidence is really clear. Nutritional deficiencies are going to weaken our immune system and make us more vulnerable to getting sick, you know, to your beautiful machine breaking down. All right, so now on to a really great topic of today, which is mindful eating. If we pay attention, our bodies will let us know how our eating is affecting us. And I think it's really great to start to tap into whether you have true hunger or whether you're eating maybe because of other reasons, possibly emotional eating. I, I certainly can relate, I think we all can, to eating when you're feeling lonely or bored or annoyed. and 
it might help for a moment, but it, it really, I think, doesn't serve us in the end. Here are some top causes of emotional eating. Maybe you're having trouble managing emotions and you're using food as a coping mechanism. It can sometimes be that we're feeling unhappy with our bodies and that will make you more prone to emotional eating. And that's true for both men and women. Remember, dieting can put you at risk. If you're feeling deprived, you may get frustrated and then overeat. It can be hard to catch in the moment, but I think you can learn how to spot real physical hunger and tune in more to your body and emotions and try some new things. Okay, some things to look out for. One, maybe your eating has a trigger. You know, somebody criticized you, things aren't going well, your kid's at school, your day is just too busy and you can't get through everything you have to do. Your first response may be to eat more, right? Head to the kitchen. Number two, your hunger is above the neck, right? It's coming on really fast you feel like just that, oh, I'm craving that chocolate bar and it's gonna make everything feel better. Start to tap into real hunger, which is gonna be rooted in your stomach. Your body, once you start to tune into it, will send you clues that it's time to eat. So if you want to learn more about emotional eating, there's some great articles on our website at practiceoflife.com. I'm not gonna go a lot deeper on that piece, but I do wanna share this really great simple checklist that was developed by the Weight and Wellness Center at Tufts Medical Center. It's a way to tune in and overcome some of this emotional eating. Checklist number one, am I sitting? Number two, Am I eating fast or am I eating slowly? Three, am I just mindlessly munching or am I really noticing each bite? Number four, how hungry am I on a scale of one to 10? Ask yourself. And number five, tuning into that rumbling stomach or is it actual boredom, stress, being tired, anxious? So last month, Tara Parker Hope, a columnist for the New York Times Well Division, led an Eat Well Challenge. Maybe you caught the link on our LinkedIn feed. She recently shared her top tips for mindful eating from the hundreds of people who joined this challenge, and I'm gonna share it with you. The overarching message from the group is, stop restricting foods and listen to your body. So some really great ideas. One, eat on a fancy plate. I think this is such a good and fun, easy thing to do. Turn your everyday meal into a celebration. Make it more colorful, make it more appetizing. Studies show that the health benefits of Mediterranean style eating, which is always very colorful, lots of vegetables, that this actually helps people savor their food. Don't multitask while eating. That kind of goes back to that checklist. If you're looking at your phone, reading, doing work, um, watching television, any of these things are really a distraction. So you're just not gonna be paying attention to how much you're putting in your body. Focus on your meal. And I think you'll even enjoy the food more. Number three, put your fork down. So that's just the, that's the pacing, right? Slowing things down and having uh, a little bit of time for your body to digest the food as you're taking bites in. Many of us ha have learned, maybe even we were, when we were young, we were programmed to kind of wolf our food down 
and we're all super busy so sometimes it's necessary just to get the calories in but um, trying to slow down and savor things really helps number four use a smaller plate this is not a new idea but it really does work american restaurants you know if you've traveled at all in other places you notice that serving sizes are are much more delicate and <laughs> and moderate in other parts of the world we really do the supersize here and it, it's not to our advantage you can change how you serve things at home and always go back and get more if you're still hungry this is an obvious one, and I can't always say that I follow it, but don't grocery shop when you're hungry. You will buy more impulse foods, higher calorie, less healthful food, because your brain is hungry and it's looking for that reward. So we're gonna go to the sweet and salty foods when we're hungry. Ride the wave of your food cravings. They're normal, especially as you're shifting patterns. You know, we were talking before about carbohydrates and craving more if you're feeding that to your body. but it's good if you can start to just identify the craving, identify that wave, just give it a minute and accept it, but just see if you can ride it out. And then add vegetables. Adding more vegetables to every meal really helps quite a bit in keeping us healthy. It's great advice from another innovative wellness challenge and the New York Times Well Content team. They really are doing incredible work. So I covered a lot of ground and hopefully you got a little spark and are motivated to make some changes in your own practices. But what about supporting your young people, helping them to learn how to make good choices about the power of food? You know, becoming independent means learning how to manage more and more of their own self-care. And it's always great to think about our families and the well-being of future generations. So, of course, the old role model adage is a great foundation, but some other things to consider. Stock up on those healthy ingredients. You know, fill, fill your house with fruits and vegetables and healthy snacks. Talk a little bit maybe at the dinner table or in, you know, when you're driving them somewhere or you find the time, but most teens aren't aware of the positive effects that eating healthy actually has on their immune system, their energy, their complexion, their moods. So um, starting to teach them about this idea of healthy balances of colorful fruits, vegetables, lean proteins, I think that is about making it matter to them. They live in the present and they can't always relate to future outcomes, but they do really care about those personal benefits, right? Clear complexion, getting taller, staying fit, being smart, energy for sports, you know, all these things that they can really relate to. And just being a great listener. Um, listening more than talking is crucial to all of these conversations we're having with our young people. More is less, you know, being positive, acknowledging when they're doing great things that shine the light on the positive. I've said that so many times, it's simple, but it does continuously help me to be a better mom in the millions of moments that I have to make my son feel good or bad in our relationship. Maybe make an investment in your health today and try some new things and see what happens. Ask yourself this simple question, how will eating this make me feel? And see how it helps you improve the quality of your diet without feeling hard or heavy. 
Don't forget to dive into our resource library. Lots of great resources there for you. Actually, we put in a couple of videos, a Headspace video about how to use mindfulness in eating and a kind of cool YouTube video about changing eating habits and also mindful eating. So take good care and I will see you on the flip side.